guys who like their yolks runny and their dough sour. Yum! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Good morning. Happy Monday. I am Alex. That is Matt. This is All Day Breakfast. And speaking of breakfast, Matt O'Kiner had a little bit of a breakfast issue this weekend. Oh, what, what are we talking? Scramble too runny? No, but... Overcooked the fry? It was. It, it did have something to do with fry because I got the eggs out of the fridge. Okay. Open her up. Go to crack one in the fry and it doesn't do a good crack. Like I hit oh. on the edge. Not a good crack. Just a little bit of shell falls in. I'm like, oh, fish that one out. Mm-hmm. All right. And then I... Go to, like, use my thumbs a little bit more to get it open. No egg is coming out. I turn up the egg and it's white inside already. <laughs> and I turn to, what? turn to Elle, my girlfriend, what's going on here? She's like, oh, that's a hard-boiled egg. I, I wrote, <laughs> Look, I wrote an H on the side of it to show you that. <laughs> and <laughs> you put it back in the carton. And it was in the carton with the other, you know, ready-to-go freshies. <laughs> And I'm trying to crack a hard-boiled egg into the thing. And she said that because, A, there was an H on it, and, B, it was separated from, I mean, there was three eggs left. Oh, and then it, and it was down it the was far placed, end. It was like it was in timeout at the other end of the carton <laughs> that I should have I should have known about that. And so so what, did, you, did you have hard-boiled eggs for breakfast? No, there was, a, there was some freshies left, so that was all fine, but... We got a crack. You know hardy. what you should do now? I mean, it's it's a shame we can, you can't because no doubt um, your partner Woods is a all day breakfast fan. But you should write H on a random egg. Oh, hey, the little hang egg on, prank. Hang on, hang Next on. time she wait, wait, cracks wait. it. Are we, are we doing a little prank here? Are we? Should I, should I try it? Hey, yeah, give it a go. Swap out an egg. Chuck a little H on it. Or I'll just choose a random letter and she'll wonder what it means. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then every morning the, the 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 egg with pee on it just disappears. What is the what is the pee egg? What is right. going on there? I'll start using my own egg codes. But I hope you are well, no matter where you are. Uh, we're going to have a very good show for you today. Um, I tell you what, Matt. Not only that, on the weekend I also did some experiments. Okay, with I met a fellow psychic of um, you know much like yourself, uh, as you heard on Friday's show, Matt O'Kane being psychic. I actually went to the household of another medium. And conducted an experiment for a few of our Which listeners. Which medium? No, oh, you'll find out later on. Very well oh, known oh. and popular medium. So we'll tell you about that a little bit later on. Are you seeing other mediums? <laughs> is that what Behind this your is? back, yeah. <laughs> I'd go elsewhere for my uh, for my readings. Um, but that is coming up for you as well. There's been some developments. People in power at the moment, they're doing pretty ridiculous things when it comes to this coronavirus medokine. So we're going to get into that later on. But we, we could not wait till later in the show to talk about something that happened last week as well. Dude, is... I saw I saw three birds on a on a power line out the front of my house today, and I couldn't help but think they must be holding on so tight, the little claws clenching around that wire. If, if you, you missed <laughs> it on on Friday, we chatted to um, a great friend uh, about a uh, about about. What grosses you out, basically. Yeah, we'll get into that in a moment. But you are listening to All Day Breakfast. Happy Monday. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Now I feel a buzz. Yes, it's a new week. But let's play you some old audio. Uh, it is just when we chatted to Hannah last Friday. Uh, and it was... She basically told us this out of nowhere. Because we were talking about... Um, uh, Particular what sounds put you off, you know, because we had a, the sound of someone chewing in between uh, some of our segments mm. in this uh, podcast. And so 
Yeah, a few people got in touch. Said, "Guys, you gotta, you gotta stop the chewing sound. It, it just, it grosses me out." And so we thought, okay, well, what, what else grosses you out? Well, you know? Nada told us. It's something that bothers me to the depth of my soul, and it's when I overthink a bird on a power line and how tightly they must have their little bird hands wound up to be able to hold on and stand up straight. It just gives me the willies. <laughs> so that's that's what irks. Hannah. Now, the thing that irks me about that, would you call them bird hands or bird feet? Because I think the wings very... would be the hands mm. and then the little bird feet are holding on really tight, clenching. That's... And apologies, Hannah, if you're listening and picturing it again, but um, that's what I'd call them. Well, so many people have messaged in since then and said, dude, ever since Hannah said it, I keep wondering like how they're not, it's like how they don't just fall down. You well, know, it's because they're gripping down. so hard. And they're also, you know, they've got a very small, the centre of balance for them works with mm. their skinny legs and stuff. And we're trying to and think they, of a, a, cert, a thing to call this phenomenon. You know, it's just something you think about, which puts you off. And our producer, Sam, goes, squirmies. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so that's what we're going to refer to this uh, phenomenon from now on. What gives you the squirmies? Um, <laughs> you know, you know. When I finished my third year at university, <laughs> or, and when, when, I, when I put the final full stop on my novel, you know, yeah. I, I, wrote I my didn't think. Thesis on feminist <laughs> the film theory, I didn't think my career would lead to what gives you the squirmies. But Ava's got in touch. Hey, boys, rubbing bather material together makes me gag. When when are people doing that? <laughs> well, Rubbing bather material together. It's it's more. I think I think the maybe if you're sitting too close to someone else who's in bathers, you know. Sure. I, I the thing that makes me I I, I don't like uh, is you know that uh, uh, the thing that gives you the squirmies. Well, it doesn't give me the squirmies, <laughs> but it's the bather when you sit on the bathers on the concrete, the itchy bum. You know right. that gets me. Right. This is ridiculous. Oh. Jordos says I don't like very large groups of animals doing nothing. Humans are fine, but animals, no thanks. <laughs> I'm assuming he means like on the savannah plains or something, you know, like uh, Okavanga Delta zebras and stuff, yeah. just looking, just just lurking. What does he think? They're up to no good or something? I don't... Looking dodgy. Oh, oh, I, oh, I agree with this one. Something gives Leland the squirmies. Uh, subway workers using an ice cream scoop to place tuna on a sandwich. That is... Squirby inducing. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, we've also got some calls as well. It's a uh, very big all day breakfast welcome to Lydia from Melbourne. Hey, Lydia. Hello. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, what gives you the squirmies? Oh my God. When two rolls of toilet paper rub together. <laughs> okay, so full rolls. Yes. And do you mean like back and forth horizontally or like turning like cogs? Like back and forth horizontally, the two ends, if they rub together, no thank you. But, I mean, is this in what situation? Like in the packet when you're carrying it home and you're sort of, it's underneath your arm and they're all just rubbing together, you don't like that? No, I can handle in the packet, but as soon as you open it and you've got to put it away, that is not my job. <laughs> so <laughs> so you put what, you'd ideally not have a double stacker toilet paper anywhere in your house? Yeah, 100%. What about, I mean, we've got one of those tubes next to the toilet with like, you know, three rolls stacked end on end on end. Like a, a shish cheap, kebab. Yeah. 
So you don't, <laughs> you're, not, you're not into that. I just sort of, like, I just gag a little bit and just push through it. <laughs> Goodness me. Um, how often would you think about toilet paper rolls rubbing end to end? Just whenever I see more than one. If there is one lone toilet paper roll, that's totally fine. We can be friends. If there's more than one, I just know. Just know. But wait, if, you're, if you see one, do you get a little bit on edge thinking another one could come out and be on top and it would be gross if that was happening? Yeah, I just get a bit sweaty, you know, a bit panicked. So when everyone was rushing out to buy toilet paper, you were just sitting back thinking, take it. No, get I those just... multiples out of my sight. <laughs> well, you know, we've got a great storage system, so I've got it sorted so that I'm never in charge of that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, what's your storage system? It's a two, two-pronged system. So there's, <laughs> there's always one spare roll in the toilet and then the rest is packed away in a cupboard and I just let my boyfriend know if it needs to be moved <laughs> from the cupboard. <laughs> Seems like a great system for you. Uh, but anyway, Lydia, I really appreciate it. Uh, that is an interesting, squirmy <laughs> addition. Uh, Eddie from Brisbane as well. Hello, Eddie. G'day, Sash Greblets. Now, tell us, Eddie, <laughs> what gives you the squirmies, mate? Oh, uh, styrofoam coming out of a, a box of something new that you've just bought. You won't catch me taking that out. It's what? Too, it's disgusting. Hearing the Wait, styrofoam mate, squeak. No, you're cooked. That is the best feeling in the world. When you've bought like a new printer or, or, or a VCR <laughs> and, you, and you get to do that slide out of the box and all the hard foams there, you just slip it off each end. Ooh. Not a chance in hell will I be doing that. Is it the sound that does it? Yeah, it's the sound, but I think the feeling more, how it touches your fingers, it goes all the way through my body to my toes and then to the ends of my teeth where I'm really scared. <laughs> oh, Eddie, I'm with you on the sound. Don't know so much about your teeth being affected, but um, I really appreciate you giving us a call. Cheers. Thanks, we'll catch Eddie. you later. And Cambridge from Brizzy, what gives you the squirmies? Um, the rubbing of butter and flour together, it just, when you're, like, making scones, it just gives me, like, shivers down my spine. Wait, there's a proper name for that, isn't it, where you rub it in together? What's the – Matt, you did a cooking show uh, once. What's that name? Is it, no, is it crumb, crumbing? No, I don't Folding know. Folding it in know. or something? I think it's just – I don't know. It always just says rub it in and oh, and then you sometimes get that, like, flour on flour as well between your fingers or oh, even worse. That's – I mean, when it all gets stuck on your fingers, it's a bit annoying, but – I mean, the rub, that's that's a beautiful process, especially when you know you're going to shove delicious biscuits in your mouth. No, it's, that, it's the chalkiness. Those two textures should not come together. It's Goodness so gross. Like right. You just wish you had a spoon. Well, appreciate you giving us a call for that one, Cambridge. Uh, thank you very much uh, for chatting to us. <laughs> we might do this final uh, message from Katie Rose, who says, uh, something that gives her the squirmies. Kangaroo tails and the fact that they sit on them. Yuck! <laughs> if, you have, if you have something that is, uh, doesn't make you feel too nice, or a.k.a. gives you the squirmies, uh, please get in touch. Matt.ad.alex. Oh, and uh, if you stick around after this show, Alex Dyson... I reckon you should uh, you should fill people in on what that meme was because as soon as you finished the show yesterday, my partner bursts in my door and goes, 
What was the meme that Alex saw? <laughs> oh okay, well, we'll that have is, to tell you then. That is true. Uh, last week, I refused to let you know the gross thing that gives me the squirbies. Uh, it was a meme that I saw. And look, we have had a bunch of messages saying, please tell us from a few sickos. And so we're going to give you what you want, but instead of dropping it in a, a podcast so that it grosses, uh, you know, innocent bystanders out, what we're mm. going to do is put up a whole new episode which will explain what's going on, and that is coming out, so you could listen to that. But if not, please, I would advise you not to, uh, but that is also going to be available for you after today's episode is released as well. So uh, you can tell your partner, Matt, what it is. It's not nice. Order up! Just how you like it. Perfect. So, Alex Dyson, a lot of changes happening over the weekend as well with regards to the coronavirus situation that is affecting Australia and, of course, the world right now. Very um, fluid. Uh, Daniel Andrews, the Premier of Victoria, announcing that from the start of June, uh, Victorians will be allowed to have up to 20 people in their homes and stay at overnight at private residences from the 1st of June. Yeah, so uh, it seems that. House parties on the cards, uh, potentially. Ooh, you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> well, put on some tunes, I'd, mate. Well, I'd be lucky to get twenty invited. Oh God, I've got. <laughs> I literally have one friend. Honestly, <laughs> I, 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 I was, I've tried to count them recently. It's it's despairing. It's pathetic. Uh, the ACT, South Australia, Northern Territory, Tasmania have not reported a new case for more than a week, which is pretty impressive. Incredible. Um, some uh, some new things are going to be opening up in uh, New South Wales soon, which include things like. Uh, beauty salons, zoos, they're looking at uh, possibly gyms and stuff from the 1st of June, and even uh, NRL aims to allow some capped crowds as of uh, July 1. Interesting. We're overseas, however, things not necessarily going as well in other countries, um, not the least of which the United States, the New York Times publishing a uh, front page, which had a lot of people talking. Um, it was the names of people who have passed away. Mm. But not only that, a little sentence about them, like the idea behind it being these people are more than statistics as, you know, you're looking at the numbers rise. They're, America about to hit uh, 100,000 people. Uh, seeing these names, you could get a bit, a bit desensitized to it. And so there's a lot of criticism of their president as well, Donald Trump, for hitting the golf links on the weekend with all of this sort of stuff happening again. I don't think he'd been for two months or something, oh, but then you can troll... Two months without golf. <laughs> you can troll through troll through the, uh, the tweets as usual, and there's one back in uh, 2016-ish. Um, was it? No, earlier that. That's when he came in. But of him. 2014, when uh, when Trump made fun of Obama for golfing during the Ebola outbreak. Um, yeah. But, but then, uh, you know, has obviously, well, done exactly what he's criticised previous president for. Um, also in the UK, I mean, like world leaders, they're they're all getting in trouble for all of this. Um, yeah, what was Dominic that guy Cummings, in the UK's name again? Yeah, Dominic Cummings. He was a uh, he's the Prime Minister Boris Johnson's chief advisor. He got in trouble because he drove. 400 Ks up the road when he had coronavirus, all right? He was asymptomatic at the time, but his partner was with him and she was symptomatic and had it. Uh, and they drove 400 Ks up the road twice to uh, to apparently visit um, their parents. And what position of power did he have again? What was his... He's the um, Prime Minister's chief advisor. And there's a lot of people... Um, you know, suggesting he should go. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, people like uh, Boris Johnson and stuff defending his actions, saying that they were exceptional circumstances. And, you know, 
Goodness I guess gracious. it's up to you to decide. But no one has shirked their responsibility more <laughs> than... Now, now, this is incredible. <laughs> ...a mayor in Peru who uh, we saw a few days ago. Um, he uh, jumped into a coffin and pretended to be dead... Uh, hiding in the coffin to avoid getting arrested after uh, he broke some lockdown laws to have a party with friends. So he, he has the party. The police catch catch a whiff of it. They go to arrest him and find him lying in a coffin pretending to be dead. <laughs> now, it sounds like something that is... Un, it's like from a, a Rob Schneider movie or something like that, but... <laughs> The photo that you sent through, Matt, of him literally. Because was he in the coffin with a mask on as well? Yeah, he well? had the mask on. Yeah, so obviously he was doing everything he could before <laughs> whatever happened happened. Um, they reckon, because the thing is people are angry because apparently he's not been the best mayor mm. of all, aside from, you know, partying with his mates <laughs> despite telling yeah. everyone to be in lockdown. He's only spent eight days in, in the town, um, hasn't put in any local safety measures, uh, he's obviously having parties with friends. The the police go to uh, arrest him, and he's just jumped in the coffin. Why he has a coffin in his uh, in the party? I don't know what was going on. Well, it's because he is more intelligent than us. Matt has planned ahead <laughs> for when you're going to get caught out, and then uh, can jump straight in the coffin, ready to go. Um, it's uh, it's the next step up from pretending to be asleep. You know, when you're <laughs> when you're in your room. <laughs> You know, I could certainly picture Matt O'Card with the Game Boy. The suddenly the Daddy Mac opens the door <laughs> under the pillow, absolutely stiff mask on the face, just making sure. <laughs> making have you sure to have show. you ever because, uh, pretended to? Yeah, well, what, what's, what's pretended to be asleep. What's the furthest you've gone to to avoid getting in trouble? Yeah, uh, you could do that. Yeah, uh, my tr- pretending to be asleep. I can't remember if it's pretending to be in trouble, but it's amazing how the. F- I think when you're a child, you think you think people snore more than they do. And so to to indicate the fact that you're asleep, <laughs> you just sort of over-embellish the snores <laughs> a little and bit. So, suddenly, just because you didn't want to, you, you didn't want your parents to know that you were uh, awake a mm. bit late at night, suddenly now you're going to... Um, you know, consultations with sleep therapists for some sort of sleep apnea. Exactly They're going right. to remove your, your tonsils or something, you know, because they keep dangling in front of your throat. Uh, but do let us know if you've had a, a bigger way of trying to avoid getting into trouble, if you put a little bit, bit of planning in, not necessarily the coffin in the living room for when the police barge in, <laughs> but uh, anything, anything you can think of similar to that, hit us up on the Matt and Alex Instagram, matt.and.alex. Smell toast. We do like to keep our eyes across the news websites, check out the headlines, the other coronavirus-related news being the $60 billion uh, error in calculations when it came to launching the JobKeeper campaign. $130 billion it was reportedly going to cost. Uh, ended up, instead of covering $6 million, costing one thirty, covering about three and a half, costing $70 billion, um, dubbed the... <laughs> The biggest political miscalculation in Australian history, uh, $60 billion off. It's easy to do. In, in the best direction one can when, <laughs> when you're Absolutely. worrying about 
that? Absolutely. If if I was going to get on the bus and the driver said, yeah, it's going to cost you $5. Oh, no. Wait, sorry. <laughs> if he said it's going to cost you $60 billion and $5. And I'm like, oh, damn, I'll get my $60 billion and $5. And then he goes, actually, it's $5. I'd be like, oh, that's heaps better. <laughs> That's heaps better than $60 billion and $5. So, Absolutely right. So, yeah, I don't blame him. And there's lots of other news that's been going on that we've uh, we've all been clicking on the links, the headlines too. I mean, Hitler's pet alligator apparently died finally. <laughs> what? That's that's true. You, you don't click- know this? No, I didn't hear about that. Uh, apparently, apparently that uh, the uh, uh, an alligator um, that has lived through three different countries um, was apparently in Hitler's exotic animal collection, finally died 74 years in Moscow Zoo. There you go. So, you know, it's all happening. <laughs> well, to, to get across even more stories like that, we have brought in our producer, Bron, uh, to have a chat to us. Good day, Bron. Hey, guys. I was going to say good morning, but you can never do that on all-day breakfast Mm-mm. because you do not want to discriminate a.m., p.m. breakfast eaters. So uh, we've got past that. But uh, we appreciate you getting in the studio because, you know, there's only so many links that Matt and I can click on. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them just time constraints. Others, uh, it's more of an ethical thing. Um, but the good thing is you don't mind getting your hands dirty. When I'm, it comes I'm here to, to ease the burden on you <laughs> well, guys. Well, you know, I mean, it's like, it is like, uh, we, we can spot clickbait from a mile away. We can smell it just like real bait, rotting prawns and... And you know, all bits of fish guts. Sometimes we don't want them on our on our paws. So uh, we, we tell telling us we send Bron down to the bloody <laughs> depths of the the prawn industry to get the the news tales out of there. What I'm saying is, I I thought we could do something called click fish, right? Where where Bron, you can you know, and, and us too. We're here to we're here to click the links that you don't. So that you listening, you don't have to. All right, we're here to eat the bait. Right. So we're so me and Matt and every single all day breakfast listener, Bron, mm-hmm. are fish looking at a little bit of food on a hook, <laughs> and we're nudging you and going, "Oi, Bron, go take a bite. Yes. <laughs> Tell is us what it tastes be, like. Is that tasty? Is that a, is that a is that a delicious free range shrimp, or is that has that got a big old rusty hook in it? I'm about to get dragged up. All right, so to, to, to stop you from having to click on the clickbait, uh, Bron is doing it for us in the special all-day breakfast segment, Clickfish. Bron, what's our first story? So there's a new reality show about a, it's kind of, I think, bachelor style where mm-hmm. 15 guys are competing to get a woman Oh, there's a rusty hook right there. That's a big old <laughs> rusty lure. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so um, are they all having sex and it's like first in like first <laughs> no. no 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 that was the wrong <laughs> phrase what i mean is like just because you haven't clicked on the article doesn't mean you can start stoop to that level you know what Stupid. initially i did read it as that i initially thought oh okay are they what are they doing how is it the first one to get her pregnant right. but i mm. think the way it's going to work is that they're doing all these sort of tests. So they do like a sperm test, all these kind of personality tests. Mm. And then at the end of it, one person gets to be the donor. So it's basically oh. a science show is what we're talking about <laughs> yeah, here. It's called, it's called Labour of Love and actually... Um, <laughs> 
Charlotte York, um, or Kristen Davis, her real name from Sex and the City, is um, the host. Wow. Well, it's got to have some sort of credibility because, I mean, she, you wouldn't think she needs the money. No. You know, she's obviously got to back it. Think it's all right. All right, what's up next? So the Lana Del Rey controversy that happened a few days ago. So she posted on Instagram um, something that people deemed controversial. So she kind of mentioned Ariana Grande, Camila Cabello, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, others. She just kind of said um, they've had all these number one songs about being sexy, wearing no clothes, um, effing. Um, she put the real word, <laughs> cheating, blah, blah, blah. And she said, can I please go back to singing about being, feeling beautiful, being in love um, without people saying that she's glamorizing abuse. So she got a lot of backlash from people saying, well, she only really mentioned women of color when she was calling them out. Mm. Well, so. she, was she calling them out? Do you think? I don't, I, she was just sort of saying, hey, these women talk about all this in their songs, and I just, can't I just talk about what I want to talk about? Is that sort of the vibe it was? Yeah, but, yeah, so she came out afterwards and said, just to be clear, um, she said she <laughs> loves all those singers, she knows them, and that's why she mentioned them. Mm. So she just wants to have the same freedom of expression without the judgment. I tell you what, if you're on Instagram and you see, particularly from someone with a lot of followers, a... Uh, <laughs> something written in, like, notes and screenshotted and put up, you know you're in for a wild ride. <laughs> it's some a sort of... A few paragraphs, you're like, oh, here's an apology. Some sort of big <laughs> call. It's some sort of clarification. <laughs> it's some sort of apology. I don't know what's going on. Just just beware of that, okay? You see those notes coming up in your feed, just put on your... Uh, Put on no your overalls because we're, getting, we're waiting my the lips. I jump right in. All right. Um, well, there's a, let's get a final hook into the water now here, Bron, this is so we could get your gills around it. What do you reckon? <laughs> biggest story of the year, possibly. Oh. So, Chris Hemsworth, he has been um, a trendsetter as per usual. And okay, well, that's that's fair enough. He's He's... One of the most beautiful men I've ever seen. He's, you know, he's been our website before. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. What's it, what's the trend? What's this new trend? So he and his family have been rocking the barefoot look. So no shoes or socks, just walking around bare feet in Byron Bay. <laughs> so as we so, as we farewell Bron getting. <laughs> Getting reeled up to be gutted on the bloody bank, have the scales shored off because that is one of the worst clickbaits. Barefoot. So, the trend barefoot. Yes. They're claiming he's he's a trendsetter. Now, I don't know if whatever website put this up has ever heard of the barefoot bushman. But well, I, the barefoot investor, mate. The barefoot investor. I don't know if what these about people. Neanderthals. Do, do they have showers in gumboots? I mean, have they not looked <laughs> down? Have they not seen their own ten toes before? Goodness me! All right. Well, well, well we thank our new um, overlord, Chris Hemsworth, for making us feel uh, happy with our feet again. This is awesome news. Be good, gone with shoes. Good stuff, and appreciate it, Bron. Uh, grabbing that burly for us, and. Uh, yeah, risking yourself in this in this crazy online clicking world. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> Cheers, Bron.
all day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Alex Dyson cooked up a uh, delicious Musselman curry last night. But of course, when you do the big uh, Sunday cook up, there's always a few tasty morsels left over in the fridge on a Monday. Yep. And uh, that's how I feel about, you know, all day breakfast sometimes. We, we, we cook so much during the week. So much there's talk always, back. Yeah, and there's a lot of people who message us over the weekend saying, boys, listen to, you know, the show on Wednesday. I'm only just caught up. This has happened to me, mm. and so you know, why don't we, uh, why don't we have a look at the leftovers? It is right. We do have a few uh, talkback leftovers that we do like to uh, get out for you, and uh, this is no exception to that. Uh, the talkback we are talking is what song killed the mood? Um, Animal crackers in my soup was the one that I copped. Matt's uh, partner copped some Ja Rule, those hips, those thighs. Uh, that's the episode you should go back to if you want to hear the full thing. But uh, we did get a, uh, <laughs> in touch by, by uh, uh, Alona from Brisbane who has a story for What Song Killed the Mood. Hello, Alona. G'day, boys. How you going? Not Good, thank you, too Alona. bad. Um, we received a lot of pictures of Ja Rule over the weekend. Um, <laughs> some people saying that, that uh, my story inspired them to put a new soundtrack on while they were uh, cooking, etc. Alex Dyson, no doubt, had a few animal crackers, but uh, you have a particular song that ruined your mood one time. I do, boys, I do. I, um, I'm an ambo, and uh, I'd been doing some training all day, uh, some CPR refresher stuff. Uh, so most people know the song for that is um, Staying Alive. It has a pretty good pace for the CPR. Ha, uh, ha, I... ha, ha, <laughs> staying alive. Staying alive. Huh? There you go. You yeah. got it. I'll be thinking of that uh, next time I have to do it. But <laughs> unfortunately, uh, my song is a little different. So I got home from training and I was just sort of just starting to see someone kind of casually uh, and we were sort of getting down to things. And I started singing my CPR song, which is another one bites the dust, uh, which <laughs> Is not so. Is not another one bites the dust. Did they think that you were just talking about, you know, (laughs) conquering them or something? (laughs) Have you got the Stanley knife next to the bedhead there, Alona? Just crossing another one off the list. (laughs) Um, So, what? How did they react? uh, I mean, it was a bit of a questioning sort of look. Uh, I did end up getting saved by the bell regardless. Uh, I do work in an area where I'm on call overnight for the ambulance, so I got called out shortly after that, so I didn't really have to deal with that. But where, <laughs> yeah, that's not a not a thing anymore, so it's, it's fine. Okay. So the dust has been bitten, I guess, is what <laughs> yep. you were trying to say. Fair enough. <laughs> Goodness well. me. So, but uh, the problem with being is, like, I'm not sure if your clarification makes it better when when you start seeing another one bites the dust whilst you're getting into it, you go, oh, what what's that for? You go, no, 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 that's that's just for when people are dying. Well, <laughs> go, well hang yeah. on a second. But I'd prefer I'd prefer the other one bites the dust to kill the mood in a sexy situation as opposed to make you horny in a life or death one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Better putting on some Barry White to bring someone back from the dead. <laughs> Goodness me. All right, well, Alona, thank you very much for uh, letting us know what song killed the mood for you.
No worries. Cheers, boys. And it's a good indication if there are any talkbacks that you would like to uh, get in touch with us about. Matt and I are not above eating leftovers. We don't need a fresh meal every morning to make us, you know, a happy, happy men. It's better than it's better than straight out of the pot, you know what I mean? So let's let's let some of these juices sink in. You could be listening to this in a, a year from now. I, I truly mean it. No matter what time, no matter what place, get in touch with our show if you have a story that relates to anything you've ever heard. And there's a very good chance that we'll uh, we'll put the put the fry pan on and get heaten. And uh, you could be staining our Tupperware for years to come. <laughs> All day breakfast. Which brings us, Matt O'Kine, to the uh, the big part of the show in which a challenger is coming to take you down, man. Well, I'm intrigued to hear this, Alex Dyson, because uh, I saw some comments from Julie uh, at modern.day.medium uh, mm. who came in on the show on Thursday and gave me a lot of guidance as to how I could read my own senses and visions um, to help others in predicting what may, you know, what may be in store in their future. And mm. I, I did two great readings with uh, some callers on Friday, if you missed it, but you think you've, uh, you've found uh, someone who might be able to compete. Well, I just, I need to play the journalists in this situation. I'm sitting you back watching you do your work, but I need to, you know, hold you to account. And I feel I've done that by introducing another medium who is hopefully going to be uh, giving you a run for your money, you know, keeping you honest. Uh, that wait, medium... wait, wait, wait. So is this, is this a, a, are they going to, are we predicting something for a year's time as well? With yes. The... I told uh, this medium everything uh, they needed to know about the two people we had on our show on Friday, uh, Gemma and Steph, okay, that we found out from them and they, the medium, then predicted what would happen in their lives, you know, whether, as you said, Gemma would end up living on a hill near Newcastle or she would stay in the same house, okay, because there is a couple of different options. Now, this uh, this particular medium, medium's name is Hopkins, okay. A Anthony Hopkins. No, no, Hopkins, uh, a two-year-old Welsh Springer Spaniel. Um, now, what I did was gave Hopkins two options, option A, option B, uh, and then Hopkins decided, much like the fa- world-famous octopus who was predicting many winners in the World Cup, Hopkins, you know, learnt from from her, from that octopus, and uh, is now applying her uh, decisions to some tasty liver treats, which I popped down in each of the bowls. Oh, and, um... oh okay. Okay, so you, you've put two treats in front of the dog, you've labelled them. There were two bowls there. See... Hopkins had the option as to which one uh, was going through. Um, Karen and Reese, uh, the parents of Hopkins, the pr- very proud parents, uh, were there to to assist me. And tell you what, this is how it went down. I'm in here with Hopkins' parents, Karen and Reese. Uh, guys, when did you first realise Hopkins had powers? She doesn't. She doesn't have powers. Right, well, let's see. Despite that large handicap, whether she can take on Matt O'Kind and potentially beat him at predicting uh, Gemma and Steph's Futures. We've got uh, some bowls set up here. Hopkins is going to be deciding which bowl best represents our listeners' futures, and uh, we'll see whether she gets it right. Ready to predict the future? Ready, Hopkins? <laughs> okay, now first up is Gemma from the Central Coast. Matt seems to be very convinced that she's going to be moving up to near Newcastle into a weatherboard home, but the other option, of course, is staying put. Let's see what Hopkins thinks. Hopkins, when you're ready, one, two, three. 
three, predict. She's gone and she's gone for moving house to a weatherboard home in Newcastle. Congratulations, Hopkins. A very bold prediction, agreeing with Matt O'Kine. Let's go back, let's reset now. Uh, whether Gemma is gonna be leaving her job in graphic design, which seems pretty stable, as she said on the phone, or she'll be staying in graphic design, okay? Going for the opposite one this time. No more graphic design, also agreeing. Which brings us to the final prediction. Now, this is a big one. Matt said one of the reasons that Gemma could be leaving graphic design is because she's pregnant. She took it one sniff of pregnant, but then she decided against it and went with not pregnant. That is huge. It's time for round two. Whether Steph from Sydney is going to be teaching at the same school she is currently by the end of the year or a new school, okay? So let's uh, do the first one. Hopkins is ready. You ready to predict? Same school. Interesting. Okay, that differs to what Matt O'Kine predicted. We've got a similar one, and that is whether Steph from Sydney will have the same long-term partner as before, or whether she'll be getting a new long-term partner. Okay, Matt reckons they're going to break up. The same partner. Okay, not too much changing in Steph's life. <laughs> Which brings us... Two, the two final ones, whether Steph will be living in the same suburb or whether, as Matt O'Kine predicted, she could be living in any other, literally any other suburb in Sydney. Oh, has a sniff and going with literally any other suburb in Sydney. Agreeing with Matt O'Kine. Hopkins, thank you very much for being our medium dog today. It's back to you in the studio. All right, all right. Well, three out of six predictions shared by Hopkins and I. Well, that shows that she was, you know, keen on a couple of your predictions. Reckon that you were absolutely correct when it comes to uh, the the lives of the listeners who were asking for help. You know what it shows me? It just shows me that Hopkins is half as good the medium (laughs) as I am. That's what that shows me. That's what Um, that could be all about. Julie, Julie, modern day medium said, hey, even if they don't transpire fully in December this year, per se, they will have begun the process by then where Matt's predictions will be acknowledged. So there you go. It's just the beginning. Mm. We're all, Lifelong it, journey. They're all just moments in time, aren't they? Anything can happen in the next one, including anything that can happen on tomorrow's show or something that could pop up in your feeds, depending on when you listen to All Day Breakfast. We've decided that special bonus episode will be coming out. So keep an eye on it uh, or don't. I'd recommend literally, and I don't think many hosts of a podcast say this, don't download the episode where I tell you about the gross meme that is the th- is the thing that gives me the squirmies. So uh, <laughs> just be wary of that very short bonus episode. But for those of you who were begging us to tell you what it is, you've got your wish. We've got a special bonus episode that you don't have to download. But if you uh, feel like a few squirmies, then it's all yours. The fridge is always open at matt.adden.alex on Instagram. Keep in touch. Hope you're having a good one. See you tomorrow.